0: Mm-hmm. Is that because you're using I'm not gonna say that royalty free music is necessarily bad, but it was because is it is that because you're hearing music that was designed for it? And because I wanna ask this because for the temp music Steve and I have picked, we've become maybe attached is a good word, but it's hard to see the the tone and the 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 feeling that is exerted through the music be changed at this point.
1: Because I was attached to to the temp music until we heard the first track that John Tadlock did. And it was just out the window at that point. Because to me, it felt the exact same way as watching actors do it for the first time. I had the whole time that, you know, I wrote it. Like sexually? A, well, that's a little bit a part of every part of the that's filmmaking the next process. Movie. <laughs> or at least after we say cut. Um, the... It felt the same as watching the actors breathe new life into it. Because as a writer, you have an idea of how the line should be said, what it means, what you're feeling, what the character is feeling. So you would think if an actor delivered it differently, you're writing in italics, you're underlining certain parts or whatever because you want to make sure the actor is dressing this part. The actor gets it like this is the flow of the sentence. Um, And then they ignore that. I think Christopher Walken says the first thing he does is erase all the punctuation in his dialogue because, like, he's going to decide when he stops and starts. Um, we know. Which, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like a nightmare, but the first time seeing people deliver lines I had written that I thought had to be delivered a certain way in a way that I had not dreamed of and change the meaning of a sentence um, and... We'd have a positive reaction to it uh, and not a negative like you would anticipate as a writer in a vacuum that you would because everything you write is perfect and there's no reason that anybody should come in and fucking change it. Um, Seeing that for the first time just was incredible because it's like somebody gets it and they're yes-anding it, you know, and they're elevating it. It was the same seeing the music. It was the exact same sort of gratification. So it was the first play we had had then just the two of us doing a chore to try to get it to the finish line. It was the first, like creative collaboration and like you're seeing me and you're, you're seeing the project and you're giving your take on it and you're bringing something. And it, Clark said a new life. It's new life. Oh, thank God. It was, thank God. It also add added an intentional aspect
2: of it um, where, It's just curated for the movie. Um, There's no amount of forcing it in, which we had to do with the temp music. You know, something kind of had the right feel. And Jared's a little bit more of a music person than I am. I'm completely musically illiterate. Um, So my understanding is very, very limited. So all I can do is kind of be like, yeah, that's the right feel, I think. Yeah. Um, But like, I have no understanding of um, beats per minute and what that does uh, psychologically and things like that, where they, uh, John has that understanding already and is able to apply it. Um, And specifically
1: to narrative, you know, he's not just a musical genius, but he knows it in the lens of how it applies to narrative, like giving, characters' leitmotifs, right? Like, reoccurring themes, um, but also giving feelings leitmotifs, right? So it's like, once you've been trained that, like, this musical cue means belief and this musical cue means doubt, um, when we're in a moment where Jordan the actress or Gabby the character says nothing, um, but we hear the belief or the doubt thing, whether or not you know, oh, I recognize that from when she was saying fuck you to God or I recognize that from when she was praying, like, subconsciously it has this feeling of like, we believe him right now. We don't believe, we're skeptical of him right now. Um, that underscoring just really elevated everything. It just brings, like we were saying before, tone and cohesiveness and unity together. It adds something.
0: So outside of the score, and to continue with Stephen's motif on post, <laughs> what do you, well, What about Foley? Is there a lot of sound effects that you guys are pulling in? How did that go? What was up with that? What's going on?
1: Meet our Foley artist, Clegg. C- Craig,
3: <laughs> Clark, Clark, Clark. finally what? hit Jared now. Um,
2: <laughs> we, we killed that. Him. That'll
1: be my, my pseudonym <laughs> for as a foley Jared's artist. Drunk
0: enough to watch <laughs> Dickhead. Oh my god!
1: No, not even. I don't know why it said that. Um, I th-
2: I think we had Clark. two. I know Moments of foley that we had to include a One, slam? Uh, well, that that was recorded on set. Um, uh, as foley. <laughs>
1: separate from the take
2: is it still considered fully if it's uh i guess i would say fully recreated it, 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 it audio. Has, I, if, I feel it's like a it's adr technical for name non-dialogue
0: it's wild audio, wild if, audio if it's, recorded, there you go. If, it's it. if it's recorded i mean like who fucking cares but i mean right <laughs> if it's if it's recorded for the scene but not in the scene on the scene it's wild audio mm. if it's recorded after the fact it's fully gotcha. sound effect
2: um so I, I think there were two instances of that. One was a door inside the house and then another was um Jordan getting her head slammed against the stair um which did not get picked up thank
1: god in the shot. <laughs> no 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 we, we <laughs> beat the shit out of her. It, we just didn't get an audio unfortunately. We tried <laughs> so many times. We just kept <laughs> slamming her head into that stair. That's what the, uh, we s- could ha- not get it on the slamming is so fucking hard to get right. Mm-hmm. I will say, like,
0: we, we've agonized over a fucking head slam that we have in the movie. And it's like, fuck, it is so hard to get these right. Like, how does the WWF do it, man? Like, they fucking get that shit good. That's why they make the <laughs> but money. Sorry, the sorry, Clegg. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> we did not actually abuse our actress just to make we, uh, sure we uh, have it uh, out Yes, Jared was Everybody joking. Gets, yes. Everybody, Jared was joking. Clark.
2: Um, but th- that was a little bit of an afterthought since we had so little work. Um, it was you know, just thrown into the editing process as an hour or something, Um, just browsing um, royalty-free sound effects and seeing what would fit, which is very hard to do to match the exact Yeah, he wants to get a bunch of free
3: audio. I'm like, dude, we got to do the fucking fully. He's like... We'll yeah. just go out live man there's and a sound package I'm like no it just doesn't sound right
2: yep yeah. and in hindsight I probably would have went that route um
0: we're just not good enough
3: but f-
2: fortunately for whatever reason the uh fully didn't even make it in the final cut so I f- I think her head uh hits to silence <laughs> okay if i'm not mistaken is there music playing or maybe it's very very quiet isn't there music playing it- uh, there oh, is where music. That plays? Yeah. yeah. I, was I, gonna I think say, there's constantly music. That's
0: playing. one thing, too, is like we found that like, you could just hide everything mm-hmm. under a score, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, this character. Yeah, the
1: music swells. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised once you have a near finished cut what doesn't matter things that like you'll always notice and but it'll be like a little footnote somewhere you have to tell somebody people audiences don't care as long as you are not breaking their disbelief that's the only thing i think that matters and that's actually far stronger audiences are sitting there because they want this movie to be good they want to believe in the you know you you have to be a a different level of you know not proficient to really break that's
0: definitely where steven and i art sometimes where we feel like we're just too close to it it's like i don't even need to wear my glasses now to see it i see the fucking when i close my eyes Mm -hmm. i see it when i take a shit i see it when i'm you know like making love you know it's just like i just see dickhead everywhere and it's like it's hard to like really get that separation because you're so close to it right like you don't have perspective or you've lost perspective is that something you guys felt like you dealt with in post and how did you kind of overcome that or did you overcome it
2: I, there's definitely an element that we did not overcome um i mean when you're that far into a project especially time wise um the priorities shift a little bit um and you know the the further we went on the more we were willing to put up with and a- accommodate um the the movie or certain aspects of it
1: it's where deadlines and you know responsibility do come into play is that you know there is a perfect version of the movie in your head right which one of you wrote it you did we, we both you wrote both it. wrote it okay so then you both we do everything have, together even shit you both we make love
2: together <laughs> we make love together as
0: well that's
1: why you see dickheads when you make love. yes
0: it's like <laughs> exactly. oh his dickheads are again.
1: <laughs> just even don't uh, worry
0: i squirted on it some lotion so, oh, I mean, you. probably have, <laughs> you're welcome. Different, <laughs> different
1: ideas, what that like platonic ideal of the movie is. You know, it's probably not the same. That's what the best ads.
0: thing is about no. us is
1: we like Vulcan mind meld. Like, we
0: somehow almost always come to a similar conclusion, which is why I think we make such good partners.
3: It's a little bit funny when he said that because immediately I said no and then he said, we Vulcan all <laughs> <laughs> Well,
0: that's because I'm dominant and I've taken over at the moment. Oh, oh okay. <laughs>
1: okay. I would say Clark and I do as well. And I we, we d- we've not had any serious disagreement or argument throughout the entire course of this creatively whatsoever. However, I think the movie uh, is depicting a supernatural event and Clark does not. We edited, we directed, we marketed this movie with totally different views on what's happening in the movie, you know, and we still had the same sort of vision. There's a way that you can communicate and work effectively and come to the same ending place and still have a different version of what's in your mind. It looks different to me than it does to him. I will say that is definitely true
0: in the creative process as Steve and I were writing. uh, But then you have the reality of what you shot. And that's where our heads come together and we're just like, oh. Yeah, (laughs)
3: that's true. This,
0: we... 'Cause says so like because as we're telling the story, right, like he has different ideas of characters and then we kind of come together uh as a cohesive unit there. But then you shoot the movie and you have what you shot. And I'm sure you guys have gone through this as well. There you have the idea of what was in your head. And then you look at the shots and you're like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This scene wasn't supposed to be quite like this. It was supposed to be X, Y, or Z, or and then Steven's like, no, the character's supposed to be have this kind of emotion here. And then you shoot it and you're like, Nope, the character's this. Mm-hmm. This is what the this is what the actor is portraying in this scene. This is how we cut to our uh, shot to cut. This is how we did all of this. And then that's when reality is just like oh, we need to agree on what reality is and what we, real, what we shot and how we utilize what's best.
1: I don't know what I'm going with What here. fucking question are we trying <laughs> yes, to answer a, right now? <laughs> is there a question? American uh, Psycho, the movie American Psycho. I love that movie.
2: I
0: think it's one of the greatest uh, 90s movies ever a made, and it was made in the though. 2000s. So
1: you, you were invalidating his previous argument, right? <laughs> well, now I am. Because uh, <laughs> obviously I hope you don't like... Uh, Fucking Patrick Bateman. Um, I don't like Patrick Bateman, but I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do
0: like Patrick Bateman a lot. Because I think... You see yourself in him. No. Yes. I see... Uh, Patrick <laughs> Bateman is essentially... Uh, talking about... That's actually a great connection. Social Network and, and American Psycho. Because in a lot of the sense, they're kind of the same person. Um, yeah, no. But, psychopathic But uh, one's a satire and one happened. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess when I'm, ta- when I'm thinking about movies... If if it's if, you know this is kind of how I feel about religion too is that it might not literally have happened it might not literally be true but it may as well be true it may as well have happened you know like you're communicating something beyond the literal that's what a movie is supposed to do is but this is a literal a literalism of something we all kind of feel but isn't just, satire and the opposite of that it is a mirror to. A sort of it's it's reality. It's obscuring, taking to the point of
0: of ridicule, right? Like,
1: yeah, exactly. To me, it's it's this is what you hold. Let me show it to you, heightened, so that you can see. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, You know, it's uh, but then
0: how? But doesn't satire fail on the people it's satirizing? Like that's that's why Nazis love Starship Troopers. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it depends on how subtle, right? Like, yeah, that's no, I mean, the easiest
0: example. Like, Nazis love Starship Troopers for Where all the wrong reasons. Where
1: are you getting
2: this
3: from? How many Nazis have told you they love Starship Brother, Troopers? Brother, yeah, yeah, i oh, <laughs> <lie.
2: laughs> You fucking liar. You're making up What circles shit up. are you running in? Every fucking crossroads, it's like up, down, <laughs> left,
1: right. Motherfucking Konami code my ass. Like, I well, don't understand. Uh, yeah, it's true. The people that Starship Troopers is satirizing are satirizing. End up loving the movie. Love the movie. The people that the boys is satirizing love the mo- uh, Love the show. Um, so it depends on, I guess, how obvious you are. Whether or not the audience is seeing like, uh, "Hell yeah!" or they're seeing yeah. a criticism of it. You know, uh, it's that, like
3: right.
0: Like
1: it's but like that's a- the
3: point of Starship Troopers is to get you to go along with it and see it on the superficial propaganda level and then realize like oh wait that's actually kind of bad isn't it
0: yeah but then when people are getting like the you know the fucking tattoos and like the you know like i want to be but, a citizen that's, like that's a good
1: idea that's kind of the point man that's the it's ones the... you
3: know you got to exterminate first oh you know just what? like
1: You're... them bugs <sighs> so american psycho they... <laughs> think, uh, yes let's get back sorry sorry jared i didn't mean to shit on your argument <laughs> No, no, <not laughs> no, or change your argument famously willem dafoe when he's interrogating christian bale which time because mm, I think it's the that, first like, time. He's sitting down with him in his office uh, and he's asking about his like, alibis, his whereabouts or whatever. Um, and Willem Dafoe was asked to play the scene three different ways. One in which he's neutral. He's just a detective trying to gather information. One in which he suspects that Patrick Bateman uh, is a murderer or had foul play, whatever. And one in which he's totally naive, does not suspect him at all. And they edited those three takes together into one so that the audience would not know whether or not the character Willem Dafoe is playing is in on or is actually suspicious of Patrick Bateman, right? Uh, But to me, when I watch it, I see three extremely, you know, uh, mutually exclusive takes and and point of views edited together in a way that is not cohesive Mm, to me personally.
0: Uh, I agree completely, but mm. I think that also plays to the strength of the film. It doesn't for
1: me. Oh,
0: okay I'm just saying you know cuz my opinion's more <laughs> valid. So <laughs> no 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 <laughs> that's Patrick okay. Bay- That's actually oh, my
1: point right is that that was the vision that the director had in mind and Are it resonated with you. saying you hate you. female
0: directors <laughs> uh, all <laughs> <of> them, without <laughs> tell us
1: the truth Jared. discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is I'm kidding, of course. Something that resonated with you and it worked for you and it elevated the material for you and it didn't, for me, just the way that my brain processes things, you know, it's just that, like, I feel the different emotional energies without a transition between them or a reason for a transition between them uh, and my suspension of disbelief sort of dissipates. It doesn't for you and it didn't for a lot of people. That, that is a very well-respected and beloved movie. Um, so my point is that, like, it doesn't, Quite matter what you do in the edit, in terms of like, this is what the actor did, and this is how we're going to edit together. There are going to be some people that that resonates for, and they get exactly what you were doing, or they think it was all intentional that you know, this is what you started with from the scripting phase. Um, and some people that see it as like a this had to have been hodgepodge, you know, and there are plenty of successful movies that you know it was hodgepodge intentionally and it looks like a hodgepodge and that it wasn't and it looks intentional, you know? So I wouldn't get too hung up on things like that because you have what you have. Make the movie and let the audience who will like it find it.
0: So well, then, as my favorite uncle would say, they drew first blood and I want to ask <laughs> a question and this will probably start an interesting conversation. What was the best movie of last year?
1: 2022?
0: Yeah. And why was it Banshees of Inassured?
1: No, not the best movie of last Thank year. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Okay. Don't say it was
3: Everything
2: Everywhere. A good movie,
1: but what else came out? Somebody give me a list. I don't know. Don't uh, know.
2: I'm sure I have Everything paid. Everywhere. Might have been my top.
3: God damn you.
2: What is your beef with it?
3: <laughs> I thought it sucked.
2: Mm. Mm. It's the same I just, I just didn't.
3: Um, what did I not like about it? I don't even remember anymore.
2: Did you like Swiss Army Man?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, I love the family dynamic. I, I think one of the biggest issues with me was uh, pro, the antagonist. I think she was completely irredeemable. Um, But, I mean, it's an absurdist movie, so maybe you gloss over that, that she annihilated universes. And uh, her mommy didn't like her? Because my mommy didn't like me. Wow. <laughs> Welcome mm-hmm. to the world. No, but it's um, you know
1: it's a worldview that I empathize with, actually, that... um annihilating universes no no i one of my (laughs) only female directors (laughs) (laughs) one of my biggest uh criticisms of a perspective like one of the only uh worldviews that i will criticize you know i i understand most of them you know i empathize with people in cults i empathize with atheists and anti-theists i empathize with all sorts of walks of life um but uh, what I would call like an antinatalist, right? Someone who believes, uh, reality would be better should it never have existed or, uh, humanity never should have existed or, uh, it doesn't matter whether or not he met whatever an individual exists. whatever you get what I'm saying. Uh, that is one of the only things I think is kind of irredeemable. You know, I think that that is an invalid argument, but people end up there. So to see a villain who her perspective is, she sees all of reality she sees all the meaning, she sees all the conflicting meaning, so therefore, none of it means anything, because if everything can be meaningful at the same time, contradictory things can be meaningful at the same time, can, contradictory things can be happening at the same time, nothing is real and nothing matters, so therefore, you can destroy it, because it's not anything, you know? Uh, I, I think is something that people actually kind of get to, like how, I think it's the same thing that, you know, people say humanity is a virus, I hate that, you know? I, there the are,
0: Matrix? You hate the Matrix? Well, you're
1: not supposed to resonate <laughs> with Agent Smith. He's the villain. He's the bad guy. Oh, I
0: resonate with Agent Smith. See, that's what the thing is. It's like I resonate with Patrick Bateman.
1: Well, we're revealing a lot about the, the shark Agent and jaws. <laughs> the
0: shark and jaws. Bruce, <laughs> mm-hmm. Bruce Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> and you're making this all about you, so see. <laughs> and that's the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> he figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Was. But I and We got so many questions, you guys. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do did, it. Did
2: we get through any yet? Um, uh, you've got yes, you've answered
0: through like I've asked you one of my questions halfway so through post.
2: Uh, yeah, and then I assume we've given up on that. Yes, Actually, I did.
1: That's why I was saying if
3: you could wrap up post, but I did want to ask. So, you guys sorry get post. Well, did you
0: <laughs> was just on a ramble? He was on a great well, team. Hold on, Jesus Christ.
3: There's a lot of valid information here. You guys get through post.
0: <laughs> we've already, we're already over an hour in. Jesus Christ, only that much? Oh, God. I feel it's like symbolic it's
1: been of the post process. It. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, so you guys...
0: So a vacation after this. You guys get through post.
3: It's done. The film's done. It. It is what it is. What is now the next course of action? Because obviously you guys went into festivals, but was there any other considerations? And then within the festivals, what was the uh, targets you were trying to hit for the festivals like... Am I going for Sundance? Am I going for Screamfest? What's after post?
2: Uh, Shotgun approach to festivals.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to shock it to your head. That's what I want to (laughs) do. Film Freeway.
2: Yes. Um, Okay, Film Freeway, yeah. uh, We applied to a lot. Some might say too many. What do you mean by a lot?
3: Well, first, let's go back. So then when you go to Film Freeway, for those that don't know, it's basically like a hub to all these other... Different festivals, right? It's like the single source that will then connect you to all these festivals. So do they then send you festivals to submit to and then you
1: then submit to them or you search them up or how how does that even work? So you upload all your information a single time uh, about the movie, everything that's relevant that any film festival would want to know. So you create a sort of profile for your movie, and then um, with a single click, you can add any festival to your cart, and you pay their submission fee on Film Freeway, and it sends all the information, and it's something that the film festivals have agreed to, um, that has streamlined it so that you don't have to individually submit to every single festival. Um, And because of that, um, it's very easy to submit to, I don't know, 200 festivals, probably. Or is that it? What kind of research goes into that? Like, are you researching the festival?
0: Like, is it just an auto accept or how does that kind of work
1: in terms of applying?
0: Yeah. Is it, do they send you like, hey, we want you letters or how, how does that work? Like, can you get into
2: no, more the, details on that? They there? say, pay me and we'll look so at your just movie. It's a
0: bunch of different fees and then you
3: just pay it and then boom, accept it to 200. So then, wow, that must, that's expensive. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yes. No, it was.
1: Wow. Um, but yes, some people do actually reach out and say, like, your movie fits what we do. Uh, would you be interested in applying? Here's 50% off. You're 75% off. Um, you get deals. There's like something that you can sign up for on Film Freeway. There's like a gold or whatever, where it takes out um, a certain type of charge and gives you like a certain discount, uh, which actually is worth it. If you're doing the shotgun approach, you'd save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, depending on how much you're spending on the site. Um, but yeah, we probably spend all in, I don't know, it, I don't know what the benchmark is for a lot for a lot of people, but it's somewhere between two and four thousand dollars, I think, probably all in, including the ones we did off site. Wait, for
3: submission fees. For submission
1: fees. Yeah. Um, but we got into like 75. Our acceptance rate was like 45%, something it was pretty high. yeah. It should be. You guys
0: movies are fucking
1: great. Thank you, buddy. What literally better than we learned
2: really quick is that the festival circuit is very much a business. Yeah. It is. Uh, most of the festivals are out there to make money in one fashion or another. I mean, they, I'm sure, started in a good place. A lot of them are, you know, out there for the indie filmmaker to get exposure and, um, you know, to celebrate the art. Um, but some of those people that reach out, I guarantee you, are salesmen. You know, trying to drum up business, uh, get those submission fees, and we we found festivals that crank out laurels like they are a production or a a factory, Um, and they do quarterly awards. Um, so every quarter they round up as many submissions as possible. They get all those submission fees and they just hand out laurels. Who knows if they view them, like what their process is, you know, it, that's not detailed on their website because it's a landing page that tells you to submit and it's $25.
1: There's some that every film gets a laurel, right? So there's different, you know, but like they're all ambiguous. So it's like a word of recognition, a word of merit. It reminds me of that uh, so-
0: Film Fest movie we watched Or like that. Kid goes up to the Bakersfield yeah. or uh, Big Bear. It's called Film Fest. If anyone wants to check it out, it's about a guy that essentially is us.
2: <laughs> so so the veil kind of came but down But he has a rich,
0: t- hot girlfriend. I mean, I, I have a hot girlfriend, but she's not
1: rich. I'll get he, you rich, then you can buy the film festival. <laughs> I wish
0: she was rich. Yeah, so Clark, as you I trade up it. for rich <laughs> or down. I don't care. <laughs> What are you doing these days, Reba?
2: McIntyre, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> there are she so many sh- Reba's. <laughs> Trevor's, right?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoot me up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. Sorry, Clark, what you were
3: you saying? Speaking of the shotgun, uh, the festival, as you were saying, Clark? Yeah,
2: so the veil kind of came down on festivals uh, a little bit for us. It is... Especially for me, I don't know how you feel about them now, Jared. But I definitely take them with a
1: large grain of salt right now. The um, third or fourth we attended, where we we're the only people in attendance, yes. not just to the screening but to the festival. You know,
2: um, what? Because <laughs> because
3: we need to know this because literally this is what we're entering into, and we don't want to make the mistakes you guys made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so what don't what please we save either. us. And but so you guys are submitting to all these festivals, and it's strictly through Film Freeway.
1: Like, that's the main source. Area, but, but that's mostly. Like 80%. Because it's such a good Is it, most Is film, it good? Like, most I mean, film yeah. festivals are on Film Freeway. Most yeah, of them are. Yeah, yeah, I know they
3: are. But is it even a good source then? Because it sounds like it's connecting you with a lot of. It's
2: saturated for sure. Just
3: oversaturated too.
2: Yeah. Well, um, so I, if we did it again, I would be much more selective. and That's what I was going like, to ask. Yeah. Do research, make sure they have a legitimate site, see who the judges are, and things like that, and make sure that it has some legitimacy. Would However, would what, you
3: even try? Hold on, sorry, no. sorry Would you even try the shotgun approach then for the this next film that you are working on?
2: No. Um, what
3: what's the approach then? Is it going to be like I know these film these festivals specifically that I trust, and that's what I'm submitting to, or is it not even the festival market?
2: Our expectations with this next one will be different with the, with the great and terrible day of the Lord. Our expectations were very low, even though we were shooting really high, we just didn't know where we were going to land. So the no name festivals we were applying to as, you know, a, a backup and thinking, you know, we'll, we'll probably get accepted to some of these. Right. And then the mid tier were like, Oh, the, this would be good. You know, like get some decent exposure. And I've, uh, we submitted to TIFF and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if South any by Sundance, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, and those were our reach schools. Um, so we just didn't know where we were going to fall, um, but uh, yeah, we got our first response. And coming into this, we had we were not jaded about festivals. Um, you know, you see indie trailers pop up and they sh- th- show off their laurels and so we're like oh my gosh we have a chance at a laurel like who knows what kind of business this could bring us um to to have a laurel and so much hype around these laurels you can down- you can download them for free <laughs> you know you can <laughs> yeah. make
1: your own um I'll actually on film festival you have to make your own once you have um a win or an acceptance, or whatever, they just give you a link to a laurel editor and you choose what your laurels look like. You choose the font, you choose, you you, you actually write in what it is that you won. Wow, you're um, making me depressed! So, yeah, no, it's actually it's just you have access to the editor for that specific uh film. Uh, and so all that does is auto populate the big name of the festival in the middle. Um, but yeah, you don't get awarded anything special with Laurel it's just now I have my own JPEG that I can download directly from <laughs> Film Freeway
0: alright JPEGs but not you, even PNGs we're, <laughs> we're, we're really doing it boys
1: the two of you could set up a film festival here right there actually is a film festival that's in somebody's living room um, and I won't name drop it here uh, but, um,
0: but it actually comes into a later question but I don't know dogs. how these get answered or asked well, oh.
1: I have had some liquid IV, and boy, do I feel great. Oh. Just ready. <laughs> wow, hey. Jared. The second half of a podcast.
0: So uh, what you guys are saying is you want to join the show as a uh, full co- full-time co-host. I so understand. I understand. <laughs> I get it. This we podcast it. is brought to you by, well, not really, huh? That's I mean, a bit we, of an overstatement. It, you know what? <laughs> if they send us some Liquid IV, I'll, I'll feel I'll better about the commercial. Give me some. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, now we lost our sponsor.
3: Thanks, yeah, we everybody. Did. No,
1: they're fantastic. Honestly, every time I think I'm about to be sick, you've had emergency, right? Everybody yeah. here has had Wait, emergency. Wait, have you
3: actually had one? Because we've actually wanted to try it for the hangover stuff.
1: Well, I the mean, hangover they're your sponsor, so of course you've had them. No, and you love them. Fuck them. But, All right. Well, now they're not sponsoring this episode. (laughs) 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 Definitely, I don't need to be sucking their dick so hard. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm trying to get some liquid IV here. I mean, cool it.
3: (laughs) We tried to. It's like we 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 tried. You bring people (laughs) to you. Can you give us some free liquid IV?
1: It's it's good. It's good for hangover. Yeah. Is it really? If if you're trying, yeah, it is. If you're trying to avoid getting um, sick, Mm -hmm. you know, like if like. You know, you two are hanging out all the time, right? And Tom gets sick and Steven doesn't want to get I sick. I try not to. Yeah. Take take emergency. Uh, I think the zinc in that helps a little bit better. But no, I mean, it's one of those things. Liquid IV helps you absorb uh, liquid a little bit faster. You
0: got to have these guys on the show, dude, because you take it we it with can't water. do this.
1: Is it before or after? Take the liquid IV in the morning, okay. right? And then drink a lot of water, too. And liquid IV helps you absorb more water. So yeah, you feel it, more yeah. hydrated. It gets you, more hydrated. Yeah, exactly.
2: You know what my family tradition was? Uh, Drinking liquid IV for Thanksgiving? For
3: uh, <laughs> avoiding
2: hangovers. Gatorade? Milk. Ew! Oh. You
0: sound like Tom. He drinks milk you, with his spaghetti. You, you
2: drink a glass <laughs> the of fuck, milk. Tom?
0: <laughs> milk and spaghetti is like the classic white move. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> you, back you, me up. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> Not happening.
0: I, I, you know what? I threw the softball and, I, you know, I knew when his hat was backwards. That he wasn't. Like,
1: <laughs> Great. So that means we can leave on a cliffhanger, right? <laughs> we don't have to finish that story from earlier?
0: I don't know. All I know is I found some sex toys. I left them in a very indiscreet place and I just
1: left it. And I never said
0: a goddamn word about it.
1: Well, Again, kind of welcome things. back from the break. Um, <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> because the this previous episode... section was all, I'm sure, cut. Liquid IV, uh, <laughs> fucking great, a miracle, helps Jared. me with a hangover. I'm going to be Jared? mixing a liquid IV into my glass uh, of milk.
0: Glass of <laughs> 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 milk. That's how you how all day tomorrow. That's how. That's Clark's medicine for getting well.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Just Whoa, oh, wait yeah,
0: what is your family ritual with
3: There's milk? so many
2: things that we need to come back to? Yeah. <laughs> Um, why don't th- we just drink? this for? can wrap up quickly, um, <laughs> is that uh, it is a family tradition of mine um, to drink a glass of milk prior to drinking alcohol because, and this is the theory,, uh, the fat within the milk, it, it is a high content or a high fat content drink coats your stomach, and provides a lining that then repels the... uh, It keeps the alcohol within your stomach rather than getting into your bloodstream. Oh, yeah, I believe in that. So this has gone through generations, believing this. And on... A whim as an adult, I'm like maybe this doesn't add up. I'm gonna find out what Reddit thinks of it, and Reddit crushed this theory. <laughs> and essentially, all you would do if you drank a glass of milk before drinking alcohol is to let it ferment in your stomach.
1: <laughs> I had a glass of uh, so, chocolate but, milk on my but, way up here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, for this exact reason.
2: I'm sorry for your stomach.
1: All right, uh, so right. Your m- bathroom glass for me to throw up in. Everybody cool with that?
0: trust me it's been fuck reddit do you still
2: believe in it Clark I do not No, <laughs> <laughs> but I do you
3: do. still do it with your family out.
1: but he still has a vodka no milk to be once. honest I
2: never did it no I'm not a big milk drinker
3: me either well it's like an Irish what is that Irish car bomb has a lot of milk right I don't know but I can't well, drink, the, just the drink purpose milk.
2: of that is to curdle in the
1: drink really it's a prank drink Steven an Irish car bomb no, an Irish car car bomb is just a whiskey and a beer. Wait, what's the curdle? Leaf? No, I oh, thought it was cement, cement mixer. Cement mixer is that's them. a prank drink. But so okay, so we had. I thought car- ca- Irish car bomb had milk in it though. No,
3: that's just a whiskey and a beer. An no, Irish it's whiskey, not and a beer. there's milk in there. I promise. That's
0: good. Hey. what did people give me whatever kind of milk I, you be drinking. I I lactose.
2: Is, is it Bailey's in a beer? I think it's mm. it's Bailey's. Bailey's. So, so there, there, there is a a cr- Creaminess Maybe to Bailey's
1: it, in the but Guinness.
2: That's not the one that ferments. It's the cement mixer. Forgot Clark about and I that. had
1: a roommate who tried to give us a cement mixer, which is um, milk and what's the liquor in that? Maybe it doesn't matter.
2: I don't think it does matter. You you plop cream into liquor.
1: And uh, a shot of, like, lime or lemon juice or something like that. And it curdles the milk in your mouth, right? So it all separates oh, in the cool. glass. And as you drink it, it curdles in your mouth, right? So it's supposed to be a prank shot, right? So you take it, you have curdled milk in your mouth, haha. And Clark and I did not understand that it was a prank. And we were both like, oh, this is nice. Like, it's like a milkshake in your mouth, you know? Like, And uh, we continued to order... Cement mixers (laughs) at this bar. I would say, hey... You guys are so innocent. Two to three years (laughs) after this prank before... (laughs) <laughs> Finally, she came clean. She was like, "You got this. Is not a drink, you guys. This is not on the menu. This is something you whisper to the bartender ahead of time." Dude, well, this, this is, is your, the your thing. Mov- is it
2: doesn't taste bad?
1: It's <laughs> I mean, the texture is
2: horrible. It's like
1: pudding. It sounds like but a
2: it, yeah. Bag. It's, well, it's it's, you're it's like sho- your are shooting a creamy pudding. liqueur. Look thing. at
3: this. Is your booty movie? Okay, it's the film festival. What you guys went through. And then
1: like you guys go to the bar and you're like, give me a cement mixer. It's <laughs> <laughs> easy show don't tell. <laughs> I probably said this on our last podcast, but we had a um uh what was it? a key grip. Derek Gurnia, fantastic key grip, mm-hmm. wonderful at his the job. We Jared, adored can him. can you stop playing we, with the
3: fucking bike? No, I
1: can't. I can't. <laughs> no, it gives me a feeling of autonomy. Um it gives a, me a feeling of bad
0: audio <laughs> i just well that's kind of like,
1: like you know i don't know your problem I <laughs> um, there's there's a AI touché, that I hear. Uh, so anyway so i was just i was talking about Derek gurney no he we he'll never know now because he won't be able to hear his name <laughs> we, we doubled his pay he was so good right yeah. so he was a fantastic key grip like it's like he, the most
0: white people thing ever like we doubled the pay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Out of our pockets.
0: We're like, you want some food stamps?
1: We can get Doritos now. I also <laughs> let him have an 8.15 tea time, guys, at my country club. Do you not... Is that white people shit? Tom? Yeah, talk to Tom. I'm Come innocent. on. <laughs> no, he, he was fantastic, um, but he was also... I'm um, kidding you. That's awesome. Uh, ...high on edibles the entire time. And, uh, he had not read the scripts uh to the great and terrible day of the lord so um we started oh shooting. i hate that shit i hate when the crew is like well i didn't read the script and i have no idea what's going on you can't expect them to is <laughs> you want them to because you made it and it's important it to you it's not they want to know where the lights go you know or where whatever goes um you just can't expect that of them and That has to be okay. You know, uh, that just is what it is. And it does not detract from their talents whatsoever. And, um, he was, I think I saw enough. Thank you, Stephen. No. Okay. I'll take a splash. Thank you. I'm drinking now doers, which from what I understand based on Clark's family is a kind of a faux pas. Uh,
2: yeah, I think you're drinking a blend at this point.
1: Oh,
3: you got to drink it with milk. (laughs) (laughs) Doers
0: and milk. I forgot.
1: But do you uh, doers and shot of donors, milk in there? Tom, <laughs> your cream? podcast would be more successful if you just let Steven talk. He's hilarious. Um, That's <laughs> what Jesus I like. To That's all say. I <laughs> do. And
0: <then> <laughs> just doesn't bring no. it. Like, he doesn't bring the
1: goddamn shine. You know? Yes, <laughs> well, you know there has to be a moment where he's allowed to talk. People would understand <laughs> that Clark <laughs> is brilliant if I let him talk, and I don't because I don't want them to know, know that. that. We don't let but Clark talk either. That's a big <laughs> problem. Clark, no, I'm you so don't sorry. let Clark talk because you're like Jared. Mm-hmm. Hey, we, there's I, a reason
0: we sit like I, this.
1: If I, we <laughs>
0: if kindred I could just, spirits. Guys, I, I, I just okay, have a so, little... Okay, um, so what I was uh, saying. <laughs> no, no, no Derek saying one thing. Look, dark, rugged, handsome cross, geniuses cross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. The ADHD visionary. You were staying across from each other. Another? And Gosh. the handsome. Just the uh, face. No one, yeah. no one uh, said that about. Me. <laughs> uh, underrated gems are sitting across from each other. Sure, why what's not? that? A Bizarro from
3: <laughs> C Lab. Remember the Bizarro versions of you guys? Never watched
1: C Lab. I watched Face Ghost. This Ghost, is why Ghost. Tom
3: doesn't let me talk too
1: much. As, as you were saying, I regret everything I said about Steven earlier. <laughs> Um No, uh, okay. So Derek Gurnia for a clean edit. Uh, genius uh, key grip. Um, might have been more. I don't know. He was the best boy. He was everything. Um, He was on uh, Edibles the entire time and had not read the script to The Great and Terrible Day of the Lord. So he thought it was a romantic comedy at the beginning (laughs) when we were first shooting uh, our early scenes with just uh, the two leads being sweet with one another. Um, And then as he was getting more and more stoned, and all of a sudden, the guy he thought was just the affectionate male lead was starting to be like, you're going to hell. You know, you better repent and all this stuff. On... Edibles started to believe like God was talking to him and was having a very bad trip during the entirety of the shooting of this movie. Edibles on yet? Yeah, well, I'm assuming a heroic dose wait, of wait, edibles, wait. And so, so like mushrooms and stuff like that. Not just no, 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 no. This is all marijuana edibles, as far as I know. But
2: was taking them consistently thr- throughout production. However, production was within a single cabin that we were intentionally making as
1: subtly horrific as possible. Yeah. We,
2: we were trying to set the scene for a horror movie.
1: Lots of set but, deck with eyes staring at you. you know?
2: But we were also living in it. So this guy who had no context for this was living in a horror set of sorts. Oh, it's believing- so funny,
3: yeah, because you'd be like, Dude, man, I don't know what's going on with this romantic comedy. It just exactly. don't feel right.
1: So we wanted to make a side <laughs> oh, cool. so You guys funny. are so lucky you only
0: casted two mem- two cast members. Oh, Dude, you <laughs> yeah, guys no, have probably. such a great well, story. Man. Correct me if I'm
2: wrong, <laughs> but by the end of it, he was like actually questioning whether or not he was trapped in this house and that he was in some sort of. And he believed that we would say, oh like, God, and that's gotta... a
1: wrap on production, and he would wake up and it would be day one of production. He thought he was in limbo by the end of this, and that we were forever st- stuck on this shoot. Jesus. Right. Um, and that <laughs> this entire thing was some sort of message to him, which yes. actually uh wow, is the point of the movie, you know, <laughs> like you know, is to convey that sort of feeling. Wow. And um and he performed his duties. And he still set up those lights like a motherfucker. Yeah, no, he was great. Well, yeah, when you're between heaven and hell, man, Mm -hmm. you act appropriately. (laughs) I I wanted to make a a, a side like mockumentary called The Great and Terrible Week of the Great and Terrible Day of the Lord, which was uh, about Derek believing he was in Jordan. You you guys have such a story, man position while we were shooting. So it was like going to be a behind the scenes documentary that became a horror movie as it was told from Derek's point of view, who believed that, you know, this horror movie that we were shooting was not a real horror movie, but, uh, purgatory or limbo or something thereof, uh, orchestrated to bring him to some sort of repentance, which is still a great concept. Thank you. All right. Let's go back in time to do that. <laughs> All right, so real quick, the end of the festival documentary. um, After that sponsor from Liquid IV, because I'm sure we are cutting until here. uh, (laughs) Liquid IV, guys, by the way, I'm going to be drinking one tomorrow because they're the best hangover cure uh, and just absolutely indispensable. Are you drinking plain water, you fucking rube? All right, put some <laughs> goddamn Liquid IV in that shit. And that's right. Follow us on
0: twin.liquidiv.com uh, slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where they can follow us? There's a there's definitely a Stephen will link a link. <laughs> we'll and you get uh, you get 20% off your order of Liquid IV if you follow our link uh,
1: and uh, if you H2O that's what god made. Are you going to let him tell you what to do? Hey, hey motherfucker motherfucker exactly. Liquid IV uh, a, a scientist invented that shit. I'm gonna All write right. this down. If we make
0: ten dollars on this episode, Jared and Clark will come back.
1: Sorry, I,
2: I, <laughs> well, I take Venmo It was residuals. nice having you guys on Venmo,
1: Zell, <laughs> ACH check, cash, hand jobs. <laughs> hand jobs, we're good at those. Cool. Yeah, let's just get we that out it. We do it on I
2: prefer the often. fleshlight, but <laughs> I can well, ask my laws. He's got a supplier.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazon.com slash Twin Shadows podcast. Get your best fleshlight. So that leads me into, and this is one of the main questions I had, was premiere status. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how did that go for the great and terrible day of the Lord? What is the current premiere status or where did it premiere? Where do you feel it premiered?
1: Some film festivals have exclusivity in terms of Mm. premiere, right? So depending on who you're aiming for and who you accept, if you think you have a good chance at a festival and you're accepted to another one, then you want to wait for the one who requires exclusivity to accept them, you know. uh, But it's a strategy game, you know. We ended up not being accepted to any of the ones that required exclusivity, so it didn't matter for us, you know. Um, But once you're looking for distribution... They do want to know where it's been screened, how many people, um, what kind of press. You know, uh, people like exclusivity. So, per, so premiere status.
0: Because I mean, what did what what did that mean to you guys? And then what kind of end up happening? Other than is this was it just this obscure film festival that was your premiere? Did you guys kind of write that off and think, oh, we're gonna have a a different kind of premiere?
1: I don't think that any of The festivals that care about premiere status necessarily were. But you, but you guys.
0: You guys.
2: That technically was our world premiere, uh, which obviously was a bit of a letdown. Um, So thereafter, we didn't really care about premiere status. We held our own for our friends and family, which you. So graciously attended. Of course. Um,
1: thank you. bought you, you guys Which, some good whiskey
0: you. that day. I, believe, I remember. I was like, fuck, this is expensive, but it's good for them.
1: Worth it. Thank you, buddy. We love that whiskey. Good.
3: Yeah, it would have been nice to have a drink with you guys, but you left us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I actually went to, I, that was my lunch break.
2: <laughs> it was, was it? like eight o'clock at night. <laughs> no, it wasn't our lunch break. It was it was, was, in, it was uh, my lunch break. It was, was, was during it? Like, peak.
0: It was during peak season, and I had to like really fight to get extra oh, an extra you did. hour off yeah, lunch. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Because he worked nights.
0: Yeah. Because it was where oh, okay. Riverside. I worked nights. Not it was to, in San Bernardino. Yes, yeah, somewhere out San there. Bernardino. Then it was in San Bernardino. It was literally like five minutes from where I worked at Cole's yeah, at that's the warehouse. Right. Hmm. But you stayed out longer, right? Like, yeah, at I least came out for lunch. No one really cared. Like after I had left. But i had yeah. to, I had the request and Kohl's. fight for an extended lunch break because it happened during peak it was must have been in November or some kind sometime oh, well, didn't well, have well, the context Thanks. we've seen a couple of our guests films we've went to a couple we went like we spent some money and we traveled and went and seen some of the films our guests have been on well, that was part of it and issue. it was and it was you know what man it was none of them were as good well thank you buddy. i just remember thinking like Man, you know what? The, these fucking guys are fucking great, man. You know, what he's trying to say is he's, you guys
3: are our bar, so, and we're trying to get <laughs> above you. Obviously, right? everyone's because we've done we'll take some healthy competition. But and I, have but you guys, to, you guys have set the standard so far.
0: We've done three. For, there's like, been level, I will. There's three distinct you know? films that come into my head that I won't bring up yeah. because and
3: we've saw, we've seen films from who had like a lot of funding. You know who I'm talking about. The, one of those three you're mentioning.
1: Goat's Day or something? No,
3: it wasn't. But yeah, I mean, you guys, I, you guys, I would really say, have just set the bar of just, the standard for us.
2: We'll, yeah. We'll let you jerk us off as much as
3: you want. No, you guys but are great. To, Why do you think we invite you over here? <laughs> like, we seriously really like you guys and we admire you guys. Like, no shit, man. We you like, guys, You guys did some fucking insane shit to finish this film in eight days. And to actually come out with it, I mean, Tom and I, we've worked on our film for so long, and it's not even out yet. But you guys have fucking done it. We haven't. remember,
1: I would say, is remember. Listen.
3: Listen to me. I'm not done fucking talking, Jared. God damn it. I know (laughs) you're like, Tom, you want to
1: cut me off. We're jerking
0: you off more. Trust me. We've been, (laughs) because Steve and I have been going back and forth because, like I said, like. We, I've been editing this goddamn movie for so long, and I just—it's been in my head so long. And then, and then Steven's like, "Where's there's more work, buddy?" And I'm like, "I'm so tired, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> the minds—I got the black lung, man. Like. <laughs>
1: Paral- paralysis by perfection is a thing, though. But listen to this.
3: I mean, you guys have done such an amazing thing and have accomplished so much. Yeah, because
1: I fucking and, love the movie. And a lot movie. of people I love do it. not
3: understand what you guys have done other than filmmakers. And to hear your story, like, it's fucking crazy and awesome of you guys going out there <laughs> and experiencing this blackout and always showing up. But you guys do not deserve that reception because you guys did a lot. You made a good film. It has its issues. You've stated it yourself, but you've accomplished a lot. And that's respectable. And admirable. what issues
1: does our film have, Steven? <laughs> oh, you know, because
3: you couldn't, you didn't have inserts to cut away on your wonders. Describe several more things
1: that we can hold against you, please. But that, but that's me being there's honest. A, there's Look,
0: definitely, I can, I
1: can, go we, there. We all, we, there we're was all
0: going to have there, issues at our there level. There were a couple of shots that I was just like, I know you guys could do better. I I remember distinctly Wait, which
1: which ones because I want to know. There's a, there ser- there's a the scene
0: where you're like the sh- the camera's like going down the stairs, and you cut into like almost like it's like almost like a entertainment area, entertainment center area, and it's
1: out of focus. Talking about the winner.
0: it's a little yeah, it's a little out of focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why didn't they cut earlier? I don't understand. Like, we don't need to see every <laughs> fucking step of the house. Like and i'm like and then i remember talking to steven cuz we were talking about it. i was like you know this movie's fucking good but yeah, it, the editing could have been tighter
1: well that was me jared um insisting that the audience needed to know the geography of the house um Fuck the but house, we no 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 but no, that's you don't you, you don't. definitely don't of, you don't you know that's one of the things that's something we you found learned. in
0: our in our house with a thousand rooms
1: mm-hmm. we have a mansion bigger than yours <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's literally like 16 locations
3: jesus
1: that could you not You knocked appear.
3: Kasumi down? Oh,
0: Tom. Right. Just
3: Something
1: has fallen, and possibly well, broken figure- was that a flashlight? Yes, it was. It's a, a Teenage Boy. Westway, which Wait, is where, is it,
0: where did it land? It's behind the TV. Don't oh worry about it.
1: Oh my God, my wounds have been totally healed. I'm sorry. By Stephen, Liquid, but I'm IV. I will say Liquid IV has Hold on, buddy. I'm going to move away from here. Well,
3: no, you're fine. You knocked down the only important thing to me. <laughs> oh, wow. See? But I will say Now I feel
0: like a fucking I asshole. will say
3: one of the best shots I did like in your guys' film was the drone shot where the uh, protagonist is contemplating things and it flies over the house and then she's leaving. We Thank were you. And that was so like, proud of that. That was like a fucking cool. I was like, "Hey, these guys do know a thing or two about filmmaking." <laughs> <laughs> that was but difficult, difficult like, lemon, difficult. So that was I like
1: that. that was like a chef's kiss. That was, that you. was a nice shot. I was and, like, and that damn, was supposed to be a, like one of five on our drone shots. We had but, so many more drone shots that was supposed to be a um, compliment to that we had to cut. So. Well, I well, hey, at that. least you
3: had that one cuz that one was like stellar.
1: It it was like a nice transition into the next
0: act. I would say the thing the I story. always I always think of is kind of like the the table, the dining room table with the wine glasses and how that kind of plays into the characters and their positioning and their almost like almost like their level of who's in power of the scene. It's like the wine glasses, the positioning, like who's drinking, who's not drinking, and like that conversation that they're having at the at the table when the when he's pouring the wine and he keeps pouring the glasses and it's like, okay, I get it. Okay.
1: I I appreciate that because that's the spot that I was referencing earlier. That we needed to cut from. I, that's what I always thought was too long was the wine scene, what we call the wine scene, um, which is basically the dinner table. I it's, think that's which scene is actually a quarter well. of the movie.
0: I think <laughs> I feel like that scene works really well. The c- scenes that could have been cut were it's just like it all
3: Yeah, that scene does. It's, it's really kind
0: of well. what we what we what Steven and I complain about. If you listen to the show a lot, what we complain about where it's like it feels like the artist is being almost like masturbatory, where it's like. Okay, we get it. You guys like this scene, like, and it's in the movie because you really like this scene. Like, we should have a lot about uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for this. Yeah. Um, like I remember we did a podcast immediately after seeing the movie, and then like we talked about it like a week or so later, and it was like, uh, like out verbatim, like the same problems. Uh, so, which we which scene
1: of ours would
2: you, like, you like to?
0: I want to. I feel to, like Tarantino. I feel like the like there's multiple scenes of of the of where she the female actress I can't remember what her name is right now I'm sorry.
1: Jordan Ashley Jordan, Greer. Jordan Ashley
0: Greer. And then Who played uh, Gabby? Gabby. Exactly, right?
1: Yeah, and when her
0: character is kind of like she's kind of figured things out and then we get to the car. I feel like once she's in the car and we have that scene, it's like right be- everything before that could have been a little bit shortened. The car itself, or because before, before the car, because like what the car is like this huge reveal mm-hmm. because that's when you kind of like you're starting, to, like that's when so the, you like
1: the car, or you don't like it? I the car.
0: like the car, okay, but because, before the car, because the car is good. I, Every,
2: everything see, prior see. could right. have been not shortened. everything,
0: but there's de- it could have been like this, like we need to get to the car faster
2: mm-hmm. because
0: I feel like that's the turning point in but the we, film,
2: but we needed an eight minute oneer. To show the layout of the house, <laughs> I don't think you understand <laughs> filmmaking. <laughs> look,
0: you're ask. Look, I, I, you're asking me to dig deep, and I. This is what I was thinking about. I was just like, we needed to get here a little bit faster mm-hmm. because once we get here, she's kind of really confronted with the reality of the situation because she wants to leave and she has the means to leave, but. Then she's kind of coerced into not leaving. It's the first time she's choosing not to leave. And then we're like, oh, then this is where things start to get interesting because her perspective starts to change. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, before the car, it's like, you're fucking crazy, dude. Like, we get it. You're fucking nuts. And then we get to the car where, and then it's like, you're going to die. And it's like, oh, shit, I don't want to die. Dying is like kind of bad, right? Most people think dying is kind of bad. Yeah, it depends. And then that's when that's when she's her perspective starts to change and her belief system kind of changes. And then we get you know the wine scene where it's like the challenging of God and it's like God, fuck you, you know you suck dick. God, I fucking hate you, fucking asshole. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> that's a little deep real quick, huh? cut, <clears throat> But I would have I would have got there faster. And that was one thing I feel like that uh, that that Stephen and I have have had to kind of come to terms with is we have to you just have to get to the meat a little faster and yeah. not not because you know because i think in a perfect world we have all the dialogue and we keep it, and we just we just follow along because i was kind of i was kind of okay with it too i'm, I'm pretty okay with it because it's interesting and it's fun dialogue and it's fun being a part of that world where you're kind of guessing, like, what's going on, what's real, well, that, what's not real.
1: That car scene happens at the exact midpoint of the movie. So I yeah. think for us, like, if the movie were 90 minutes, we would try and trim 15 more minutes out of the m- beginning of it, you know, to try and keep that, well, fuck me. <laughs> no. I'm not the only one, buddy.
3: That's fine. Sorry.
1: Right, why don't we
0: Why don't we pause? We have a... Are you making me... T- yeah, Jared's here. Jared. We're,
1: we're we're talking about liquid IV and Ow. that they are possibly better than God given water. Right? God gave us water, but liquid IV. See, Bet, it's all this sacrilege, <laughs> and that's what hurt the film.
3: It's all this sacrilege, and so
1: I believe I that God understands irony. <laughs> No, all right. Trust he gave me. Irony.
0: If you look at the you history, God so, doesn't take so, Tyler to irony. So I gotta, I gotta bring this up because mm-hmm. Stephen worked on this film, which and film? I'm gonna put him on the spot on Dickhead. No, Dickhead's probably better than a lot of these movies that we have talked about. Well, the ego. Not, yeah, There might be so. some ego, but I actually, you know what? Hold on. Well, maybe you're gonna see it, Jared. You're gonna see it before the world. I'm very excited for that. Stephen worked on Code. Stephen <laughs> Steve Moore done a little movie called the yes uh well who done 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 who done it? done 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 it that made it to the Kevin Smith film festival
1: smartcast okay. great yeah no right is it. that
0: what it's called smartcast mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it is I I haven't the had the, I haven't it. had the pleasure of seeing it yet but I will say but I think it's just like but it, for that film to get its recon- the recognition that it's got. And then it's well, like, it's could, not even
3: This close. is something
0: I
1: definitely want to talk to you guys. My question was, so... you? My answer what was is, my question? you ride the marginal success. Of course This is going to be an episode you and have, a half. You have nothing else. It's it's what gets people watching. And if you want to be known as an auteur, or you want to be known as a method actor, I or whatever. I hate we
0: all live so far from each other, because mm-hmm. we got to do these episodes... These episodes are the fucking best.
1: Well, I don't know. I know
0: you were upset, Jared, when I said on that other episode that you weren't my favorite episode. But it was a lie, man. My favorite episode is when you guys were on, okay? I don't fucking care what anyone else says. You guys are my favorite guests. Pick which one
1: was your favorite. Zoom is a thing, is it not? Is Zoom not a thing? It's a thing. Does nobody know about Zoom? We
0: could Zoom, but it's...
1: Yeah, actually, we could Zoom, yeah.
0: It's better when we're in person, but it, in Zoom, it'd probably be a little mm-hmm. more organized. And li- probably a little more listenable. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd be a lot. Oh, we'd no. I would But it's a little more fun when I can see oh, Clark. No, sobriety. When I can see Clark, and he's so beautiful, you know. I can he see is. Jared. Like Jared. people don't
1: know, Clark is Jared Jared unfortunately has, handsome. And Jared's Clark Jared. Clark
0: is very unfortunately handsome, but... But Jared has a really nice beard, and you know he wears really cool clothes. It says bear on his clothes, and I don't really understand what bears mean. And you know, Steve Steve is (laughs) Steve (laughs) Steve was wearing the same flip flops I've seen him wear. (laughs) You know that he bought them at Jason. Actually,
3: yes, I did. But if you've noticed, my dogs eat my shoes. (laughs) And I can't afford new ones.
1: Well, Tom is wearing no <laughs> shoes, I hadn't noticed, but no more socks. We're just all toenails here with Tom. But I did
0: I, I know my ask toenails. Me. There's a story about the toenails. No, no, no. I no, have no. a fear. No, no, no. Of, no, 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 I no, got no. a fear of clipping. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I got wait, a fear no. of clipping. Tom,
1: Tom, Tom. Hold my on. mom used to wait, tie Tom, me down. Tom, Tom, hold on. I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't want you to say it. I don't want to have to know. That's why your toenails are so long, don't. Yeah, I'm afraid. I don't yeah, well, afraid. We need
0: the answers. Um, so, <laughs> look, I'm, 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 fi- I'm hiding them away. Yeah, uh, he
3: actually does have a weird thing with nails, right? Does yeah. anybody want to know about
0: distribution? What distribution's <laughs> like? I got questions. But, yeah, you know. I don't
2: think we've finished a single question. No, we've we finished, finished many
0: questions. But I did, did want to ask about You know what I hate? Festivals. I hate that I... I I write down questions that I know I want to say for the end, but I don't ask them. I feel like
2: you guys are just crossing things out haphazardly. No.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, you know what? Once the edit comes in, you're going to be like, wow, these guys. I'm going to regain the reins. So, how has Family Life changed your views on filmmaking? Thank you, Tom. Liquid IV. (laughs) Okay. So, so back to (laughs) post-production.